Welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Now that we've uh, wrapped up all of the uh, college football conferences, we're now going to dive into uh, the pros. Looking at probably the the toughest division in the NFL, especially this year, um, there are just so many teams. All four teams, you know, could end up making the playoffs. I mean, not you know all all four of them have a chance to make the playoffs. I'm not saying all four, you know, can go to the playoffs, but it was definitely difficult to, uh, you know, kind of uh, predict who's coming out of the uh, the NFC West this year. I, I feel like the NFC West is definitely the the group of death. Um, the fact that you know you got to play these teams twice a year, it's it's not an easy schedule for anybody uh, in this division. So, um, starting off with top five, we're going to start off with our top five players in the NFC West. Hadley, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, there's, there's a lot of guys to choose from. I mean, obviously there's going to be some in, in every division, but I, I feel like this one, you got, you got a boatload of talent. Oh yeah. So like you, like you mentioned in the opener, this, this uh, division is just loaded with talent, um, good coaching too, which is really underrated. There's some really good coaches in this division. Um, I think three of them are tops. They're, they're they top coaching in football, um, and even Kingsbury's not as bad as people say. Um, but number five, this is such a tough list because every single player could be number one in in a different division. It seems like. Number five, I'm going to go Fred Warner. Just got paid. Um, he's a monster coverage linebacker for the Niners. Um, and he's not going to slow down after his contract. He's just going to continue to be great. Um, number four is his buddy, his teammate, Nick Bosa. Uh, people forget how fantastic of a player um, in a rookie year he had. Uh, that injury last year obviously sucked. Everyone wanted to watch him play. Um Personally, in my opinion, he's the better Bosa, um, and I think that he's going to tear it up this year. I think he's a Defense Player of the Year candidate, um, and he may even win it if Aaron Donald doesn't have the best season in the NFL like he always does. Um, number three, I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey, um, arguably the best corner in the league. Um, it's definitely debatable. I think people kind of... Uh, just deem him number one. I think there's really, really good talent out there, but he's definitely, his physical presence and his coverage ability definitely put him there at number three for me. Number two, Russell Wilson. I, and it pains me to say I don't think he has quite the year that a lot of people are thinking. Um, maybe numbers-wise he might, but he's still an elite player. He's so good. Year in, year out, He's he makes them a playoff team. He's just incredible to watch. Um he makes something out of nothing, and he has since the, the year he came in. Um, and he's going to do it again this year. I think he's going to have a solid year. Um, and then number one, arguably the best defensive player in NFL history, um, and that's not slowing down anytime soon, is Aaron Donald out of Kevin's hit. Um, he's just a monster. He's the best defense player I've gotten to see in my lifetime. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone can pass him up. The mix of strength and the bag of moves he has down there in the trenches, he needs to be triple teamed. It, it, rightfully so, he's triple teamed down there. Um, and things will not change this year. I think defense player of the year could easily come down to either Donald or Bosa. 
But those are my top five all elite players with elite players being left out because it's that good of a division. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely tough to just, I mean, obviously we say this every pod, but it's definitely, definitely tough to just get five guys in there. Um, right. But uh, go ahead, Sporty. We'll uh, let you go off with your top five here. Top five players in the NFC West. Uh, number five. I'm going to go with the running back here. Uh, this running back could, could make or break their season this year. I'm going to go with uh, Chris Carson. Man, Sporty, Sporty loves himself some Chris Carson. Chris Carson. That's definitely a homer pick from his fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I'd be even top ten. See, one thing I have to I have to mention this now, just because people are probably screaming at me. Hopkins is six. It was extremely hard to <laughs> yeah. leave him out. Yeah, he yeah. is so so amazing, and he's arguably the best receiver in the league. But I think all these guys are arguably the best at their positions too. Right. So anyway, keep going, Sporty. Number four, I'm going to go with the quarterback from uh, go with the quarterback from uh, Seahawks. Also, Russell Wilson. I think he's due for a great season. I know he's fed up in the off season with his offensive line. They they went out, but who's their new O line coach? Uh, Help me out, fellas. Help I, me out. <laughs> I thought Kevin knew it. I, I don't. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me see if I can pull this up uh, real quick. I, is um, it mon- no, it's not. I thought I was going to say. I don't even know. Was not expected. I know <laughs> maybe three O-line coaches. I'm not going to lie. It's, <laughs> they're, it's one of those things that they mention them on Sunday Night Football and you just forget their names right, three weeks later. Right. So. Uh, let's see here. Mike Solari, I guess. That, that, <laughs> I mean, he's it's Mike. I was thinking Munchak. Obviously, he, that wasn't right. Though. He's been there since 2018, but uh, so <laughs> <laughs> unless you're thinking he's of something, a different type of fire this year. Yeah, he's, he's got a whole different, uh, whole different attitude, I guess. So he's he's ready for uh, for the Seahawks offensive line to, to take over. So. Oh no! Sorry, they they hired um, Andy Dickerson. Okay. What what is he? He's their new online coach. The new oh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, by the way, sorry, false alarm. Oh, jeez, here we go. False alarm again. <laughs> Come on! Come on, Sporty. I got a timeout. I'm not really sure who they're There's two different names. This is the side of Stephen A. Smith and Max Garner that you don't see. Later. Right, exactly. Sometimes people mess up. It happens. And that's what is here. You know what? I'll just I'll just make this easy. We'll we'll uh I'm I'm on their team website right now. There's I mean there's no way we're gonna mess this up here. Alright, here we go. <laughs> um let's see it is all right there's so many all right um all 
you know, I, I feel like if you were to ask the, the typical or the average football fan how many coaches are on a team, I guarantee they couldn't tell you how many specific coaches there are on an NFL team. I think there's 20, what, 25? Dude, there is a boatload of coaches from, obviously, you know, okay. from... Maybe, maybe assistant. For, yeah, like assistants and, and strength and conditioning, yeah. you know, all those all those key aspects. Right, but, uh, okay, okay. But, nope. Hey. I got the answer. It's Mike Solari. He's been there for 32 years. So, apparently, it, it, apparently in year 32, he's changing the program around. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't even know if they hired anybody new. I thought they didn't. They go out and get. Uh, they picked up. Did they get some couple? Or did they correct me if I'm wrong? But didn't they get a couple offensive linemen this, this season, the off season? Yes, they got a couple of new offensive linemen. So I don't know who they got. I think that's what you're thinking of. I don't think you're thinking of the coach. I think you're thinking of like they got Dwayne Brown a few. A few that's what I was thinking of. They paid their left tackle. That's probably that's probably what I was thinking of. Their couple of linemen. He's been there though. Their new line, couple new linemen that they got in the offseason. I now I'm curious. All right, we'll we'll continue with your list. Now I'm curious as to if they even got somebody new this season. Good. <laughs> keep keep going with your list. I'm just gonna keep uh, keep looking. I'm on here. number three. All right. right? Yeah, yeah. Know. You're on three. Go ahead. Uh. Team's not gonna be very. I don't think this team's gonna be very good in the NFC West, but this guy, this guy will put the team on his shoulders. So number my three guy is Murray, quarterback for for the Cardinals. That guy is a workhorse. He has plenty, plenty receiving targets to throw behind him this year. Ray McCourt isn't very strong, so he's, he's gonna rely on the passing game. A lot this year. To get his, I'm going to say they're going to go eight nine this year, eight wins. Number two, I'd say he's a Buckeye. He always torched Michigan every year that he played. Go with go with Bosa. That guy's an animal beast. One of the best players in the NFL if he can stay healthy. Number one guy, Adelam, Adelam, now a Ram. He's a freak athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this is your top five. Not there's not so much suspense with this. Th- this isn't this isn't uh, UFC. You know, in in, in this corner, spit him out, sport. <laughs> man-made Donald, Aaron Man-made the Donald. Well, that's a new nickname. All right. Aaron Man-Made Donald. I like it, though. It sticks. It fits. Fits him. Those are my top five players of the NFC West. Hey, if anybody cares, uh, apparently they traded for uh, guard uh, Gabe Jackson. So that's that's sporty. If you yeah, that. I was, was going to say, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have, they still have Shell. Yep, they got. They still have Lewis. Shell, Lewis, and... Uh, uh, Dwayne Brown and Pochich. Pochich, yeah. So yeah, Gabe Jackson. So, yeah. Gabe Jackson was the left guard that they traded for. So maybe sporty. That's what you were uh, you were thinking of. He's he's solid. He's a little little outdated, but he's he he'll help. I just still I personally don't think the 
the lines there yet, and I'll get into that a All right. little bit. All right. So now we got the uh, the O line figured out there in Seattle. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna look at. Uh, I'll break down my top five. Um, I'm gonna say this right off the bat here. Uh, Bose and Ramsey deserve to be in this list, but um, they are gonna be my honorable mention for tonight. Um, I kind of went with top five players, kind of threw in, you know, their, their rank amongst, you know, others in the NFL, their value to their team. So this, this list is kind of, kind of a little bit all over the place, but, uh, number five, I'm going to go with George Kittle. Um, his health. Dang, that's another guy. <laughs> oh I, my God. The other reason I have him is, hey, fantasy, man. Got to, got to stick up your fantasy players. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I didn't even think about him and he's, Arguably the best tight end in the league. It's right. just crazy the talent it's, in this division. Exactly. I mean, obviously his health it's gonna play a huge role as you know, with the su- success of the 49ers. I mean, obviously he's basically their number one threat through the air. Uh great blocking tight end. So um again, he's gonna be a guy that the 49ers are gonna rely heavily on this season. Number four, Haley, don't worry, I, I have Hopkins here for you. Um good. I can see he's too good. Yeah, exactly. I mean obviously he's He's tops, but the Cardinals, they are, they have some, some really solid depth there at the wide receiver position. Um, like, like we said earlier, uh, Fitz, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. Who's the other one? I, I know I'm missing one. Who's the other one? Why can't I think of it? AJ Green. Yeah, AJ Green. So they, they got, they got a bunch of different guys, uh, for Murray to, you know, sling the ball to. So, uh, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a game where Hopkins might not have the best game, but you know, they have other weapons, especially there in the slot that they can they can you know pick and choose from. So, uh, got Hopkins there at four. Uh, got Wilson there at three. I think he's obviously a huge part of their team. Um, again, can can he keep can he keep the Seahawks you know on the field uh, offensively? Um, because it's going to be interesting. I mean, their their defense. I don't. I don't know what we're going to see from the Seahawks. Them and the Cardinals. I. I don't know what kind of you know defense we're going to see week in week out with them. Um, so I think Wilson's obviously going to play a huge role with their success. Uh, Kyler Murray. I got their n- number two. Um, totally has just helped this program or helped you know the Cardinals in general. Um, again, he's going to have you know a bunch of different you know weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, running back could be a little bit of an issue there with, you know, Edmonds and, and Connor, you know, not really, you know, sticking out there. So um, his ability to extend plays, or, or, you know, is what's going to ultimately is what's going to help uh, the Cardinals. Uh, again, like Wilson, you know, can he keep the Cardinals on the field offensively and not, you know, put so much pressure on the defense? And then my number one guy, got to go with the pit alum, uh, Aaron Donald. Uh, dude's a freak can be in the backfield in a split second. This is a no-brainer. Obviously, he's the best player, you know, in in the NFL. So he he's got to be up there. So I got Aaron Donald at there at one. Um, so now that we got our top five. Uh, we're gonna break down the NFC division as a whole. So I just want to you know hear kind of your uh, thoughts and opinions and and go ahead and rank or kind of. Give the teams in the order that you think they're gonna the the order that they're gonna finish this season. So, sport, I'm gonna start uh, start with you. Go ahead and uh, work your way from you know the last place team to the first place team, and give a little insight as to why you have them where you know where you do. 
team, the fourth place team, uh, Cardinals at eight and nine. Um, just not sold on their defense. Um, running backs, uh, injury prone guys. So I'm not really sold on running backs. Quarterback good. They got really good receivers. They're not in, they're not an elite team. Murray can only do so much for the team. So that's why I have one game on the 500, 8-9, and last place in your division. Uh, Seahawks, not too much better. Only one game better than Cardinals. Like I said, they, they're like the Cardinals team. They don't, they don't play good defense. Uh, not sure about the health of Chris Carson. Uh, if he stays healthy, They'll get more than nine wins. If he doesn't, they'll be they'll, should be right about nine and eight. They, they do have good weapons in uh, Metcalf and uh, Walkett, and they got uh, they got the guy from uh, Western Michigan. What's the guy's name? The receiver, Eskridge. Yes, that guy is a stud. So he should help them out this year in the receiving core. Who's who's their tight end this year? Help me out. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett, yep. From yeah, the Rams. I mean, he came over for uh, Division of the Rams. He came over from Division of the Rams. So he'll, he'll help him out in the passing game. So this is a little surprising. I got number two. I got the 49ers at 11 and 6. Uh, don't know who the quarterback will be yet. Don't know if it's going to be Garoppolo or uh, uh, Trey from. North Dakota State. Uh, running backs, uh, Mozart will be good. Uh, another guy we'll keep an eye on for, or for the 49ers, uh, Trey Sermon. That guy is a stud. He will get a lot of carriage here for the 49ers. Don't be surprised. Middle of the year, he uh, will take over as running back, first team. Middle of the year. I'm guessing between six six to eight or maybe sooner games that he'll take over for Raheem Mozart. And receiving core. Young, young and fast. You got Devo Samuel. He's their best receiver on the team. Two possession guy. Another guy, uh Raiden Ayuk, another another young guy, another possession guy. Back and fly. Uh, another receiver they got. Uh, used to play for the Bengals. Or sorry, I think the Falcons. Mohamed Sanu, senior. Oh, he, he played for both of them. You're right. He played he, for both. Yeah, he played for both. He was a Bengal. He's a Falcon. Now he's a 49er. Uh, it, he's another possession guy. Not the fastest guy, but he, he will catch passes for your team. Uh, tight end. I would say you better not leave out Kittle there. Kittle, if he stays healthy, this if Kittle stays healthy, this team could could do better than eleven and six. It, it all it all may come down to if Kittle stays healthy and if they can go eleven and six or better. Um, this guy's this guy can this guy's like the second best to uh, Gronk. To Gronk. Gronk. 
Donald Trump, sorry. Kelsey. Kelsey, I mean, sorry. <laughs> all all time. Okay, maybe I can maybe see you throwing in Gronk there, but obviously not, not right now. Not I right mean, now. Kittle, yeah, Kittle's better than Gronk. Time. Maybe all time all you time. could throw him all in there, time. but all time. Not current. <laughs> he's the second to Travis Kelsey. When healthy. He has been he's been hurt with the injury bug last couple of years. Uh fullback. Another another uh guy who catches passes. Uh Kyle, how do you pronounce his last name? Hughescheck. Hughescheck. Hughescheck, yes. That guy's another stud in the backfield. Uh and their defense or defense is, is young. Young and quick. Uh, as a, as as I'm looking up right now on ESPN.com, other starters are questionable. Questionable or out. Right now. <laughs> Jeez, that doesn't, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no. Jeez. So, out of out of the uh, eleven starters on defense right now, uh, there's. Let me see here. There's four who are not questionable or out. They're they're healthy. All the other seven are questionable or out. <laughs> so hopefully they will get the clear to go in the next couple of weeks and they'll be flying high over the field. And my number one team for the NFC West is the Rams. Uh, yes, I know they lost K-Makers, but Henderson will... Uh, Fill the void for Acres. I won't be surprised if he gets a thousand yards this year, Henderson. Uh, Matt Stafford, he's another guy, injury prone. Uh, be curious if the Rams can keep him can keep him healthy. If they can, if they will win the division. If he can't stay healthy, they will not win a division. They got two good receivers. Uh, Unfortunately, they're not on my team this year. Uh, Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods, two receivers who can stretch the field and also possession guys. Robert Woods and Cup can also do uh, jet sweeps too. So they're like an all-around good player. Who's their tight end this year? I know they traded their tight end last year. Higby. Higby. Okay, he's, he's not a piece that will help them in the passing game. So I have the Rams. So my overall predictions for the records: I got the Cards eight and nine, Seahawks in third place at nine and eight, Forty Nine ers eleven and six, and the Rams winning the NFC West at twelve and five. So kudos to the Rams. All right, nice, uh, nice breakdown of uh, the NFC West there. Um, Thank you. Hadley, I feel like uh, might have some similar picks, might have some different picks. What uh, what are you seeing out there in uh, the NFC West? Fairly different, fairly different. Uh, but that's just the nature of this division this year. A lot of people are going to be very swayed by the little things. And here's mine. I'm going to have Seattle at number four. Um, personally, always been a Seattle fan. I've always really, really liked what they do. But this year... I mean, you saw a glimmer of it at the end of last. The line just couldn't hold up for Russell Wilson. Um, seemed like every week, as soon as they started playing Washington, 
and you know, like the Rams, they just had they had no shot because they live and die with Russell Wilson. And if he can't get rid of the ball and at least a second or two, which he didn't even have a second or two, there is just no offense to be generated, and that defense certainly isn't holding up. The loss of Shaquille Griffin is something that no one is talking about, but I mean, I I think it's a huge downfall for them this year. If you look at their cornerback room, it is really, really, really bad. And everyone knows that Jamal Adams is not the best in coverage. Um, Quandre Diggs is good, but they're they're just they lack coverage and they lack an offensive line. Those are that's a recipe for for disaster for me personally. Um, I still think Russell Wilson is good enough to get them at nine and eight. So I'm going to have them nine and eight last in the division. Shows you how good that division is. Number three, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, I think the pieces are there on offense, 100, percent but it's a little outdated. Um, if this team was five years ago, it would be a Pro Bowl team. You got AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Larry Fitzgerald out there. But sad to say, AJ Green's not the same anymore. Larry Fitz is on his last legs. Um, Hopkins is still a monster, but I, I just don't see it. Uh, I think they have a good offense this year, not great. And I think JJ Watt just won't stay healthy as much as you want him to. Uh, I'm also going to have them at nine and nine. I think there's a lot of promise with guys like Rondale Moore, though. I'm curious to see how they use him. Um, and I think the loss of Hassan Riddick is a big one for them. Uh, that that pass rush, I know J.J. Watt's a good player, but he's got to be on the field. So, number two, I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, you know, personally, have not always been on the Matt Stafford bandwagon, um, and I'm not going to join it now. I think they're good, um, obviously, I think. The defense is disgustingly good. They have Jalen Ramsey. They got Aaron Donald um, and so many other pieces that no one really talks about. But they also lost John Johnson, um, who's a huge part of that defense. Um, And I think they lost some other members of the secondary. I'm not sure if Troy Hill's still on the team or not. I feel like he left um, for Cleveland as well. But could be wrong there. But they, they just lost too much for me to really think they improved that much. And Matt Stafford, in my eyes, misses at least a few games. Um, so I'm going to say they go 12-5 and five still. Uh, could easily be 11-6. and six. I might even change that in my final standings. But still good enough for a playoff spot in the second seed. So they're still going to be a good team. Number one, people are sleeping on those 49ers. They're back. They're healthy every other year. They get hurt, and the whole team is hurt, and they suck. That was last year. What does this year mean? Super Bowl hopes. Jimmy Garoppolo, a solid game manager. People are not giving him enough credit. He went to a Super Bowl for a reason. But they got Trey Lance coming. He looks like the real deal. He's going to have his struggles. But with that offense and with Shanahan, it's it's a match made in heaven. I think he's going to find a lot of creative ways to get other guys on that team the ball. And we don't talk about their playmakers enough. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. It's it's crazy. I mean, Mostert, Sermon, they got like every, like every year they have five guys that can run the ball. Um and Shanahan's so good at using them and, 
picking when they should play. Um, I, I think they're going to have a fantastic year. I have them at 13 and four, um, which is good for tops in the NFC. So that's my final predictions there. All right. Um, I like the. Uh, I have mean, I had a tough time as well picking between uh, the Rams and 49ers. Um, obviously, if they get the quarterback situation figured out, I think the 49ers are going to do some damage. But that's why. Um, that's why I did pick the Rams over the 49ers. Um, but starting off at four, I got the Cardinals. This was definitely a tough pick between Cardinals Seahawks. Um, I think both are kind of like uh, they're they're similar. They have their sim- similarities. Uh, both have solid quarterbacks. Defenses are not so great. Um, at the running back position, I'd give the edge to the Seahawks, and then over there at the wide receiver, you know, position, you got to give depth wise, you got to give it to uh, to the Cardinals. So I mean, both have you know their pros and their cons, but ultimately, I think the Cardinals finish there in fourth. Seahawks finish there at third. Um, and then, you know, these next two teams, they could go, they could get, you know, go deep into the playoffs here. Um, first, looking at uh, the 49ers, I got them sitting there at two. Uh, again, like I said, just the uncertainty there at, at quarterback. Um, I mean, it's a good situation to be in, but uh, right now, I just, you know, haven't seen much of Trey Lance. Um, but once the season starts, then, you know, I feel like we can give him a fair evaluation. So, um, but hey, defense side of the ball, they they their D line gets after it. They just got Ha Ha Clinton Dix. I know he's a little bit older, but uh, they got a veteran out there in the secondary now. Um, and hey, shout out to uh, Kevin Gibbons. Um, big fans here uh, on the pod of uh, Kitty Kev. So uh, hopefully he continues to tear it up there out in San Fran um, on the D line. So. Uh, I got the 49ers there at two, and then my number one team at the NFC West, going with the Rams. Uh, defensively, um, obviously, you know, guys like Donald and Rams are going to get it done. Um, offensively, like we said, uh, running back positions kind of, uh, you know, kind of took a little bit of a hit. But, uh, you know, with the addition of Stafford, and, you know, they have guys like uh, Cup, Woods. Uh, heck, they even have another guy they can throw there in the slot and 2-2 Atwell. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for Hadley to... There was, I said that, I was trying to get a little reaction out of Hadley. Um, but hey, guess who they have that they didn't even have to draft? I don't know how he didn't get drafted, but guess who have? Guess who they have they're out in the secondary, Hadley? Who, the Rams? Yeah. I'm not, um, I'm not saying he's starting or anything. I'm just saying he's he's in the depth. Is it Hamlin? Huh? Is it Hamlin? No, he's on the Bills. No, is it, okay. Is it uh, Ford? I don't know. It's yeah, one of those it's, guys. it's Diddy Bob. He's out there okay. in, the, in the secondary. So, again, hey, if they need somebody to go in there and just, you know, you know, run over a dude, lay, lay the wood. Paris Ford, his size, you know, is not of a linebacker, but he plays like he's he's a middle linebacker and he's going to – he's he's gunning for you. So, um. Hopefully he can get some uh, get some big time playing time with the with the Rams. But uh, anyway, I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm gonna take the uh, you know the leadership and you know guys like Stafford, Donald, and Ramsey. So I'm gonna take the Rams. And uh, like I said before, Rams or 49ers, they could go deep into the playoffs. I think the only teams that really 
are going to give them, you know, or maybe going to be threats to them. I mean, really, are only the Buccaneers and and the Packers, I think, really. I mean, maybe the Cowboys give them a little bit of a game. You know, maybe they're in the playoffs. But, uh, no, I, th- I think these two teams could, could go, you know, I think one of these two teams could ultimately represent the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. So, and uh, the NFC West, uh, their crossover games, it's it doesn't get much easier. So, uh, I just have a couple games here that I'm looking forward to uh, that are, you know, out of the division. So, Rams play the Packers and the Bucks. Like I just said, two of the toughest teams in the NFC. Um, so, looking forward to those two games. Looking forward to the Seahawks and Steelers. I think both teams are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Um, and I think this game here is really going to dictate, um, you know, I think where possibly, you know, can the Steelers, you know, I, I don't know what's going to, I mean, we'll, we'll preview the AFC North there, but I don't, I don't even know what to expect in the AFC North as of right now. Um, there's too many toss-ups, too many variables, so, but I think the Seahawks-Steelers game is going to have big, uh, big-time implications. Then I'm going to go with uh, the 49ers and the Titans. Um, that's definitely be a good game. I think, you know, by then, I think the 49ers are going to figure out their uh, quarterback situation. Both teams have a boatload of threats at the wide receiver position. Um, so, I mean, ultimately, I mean, we'll see. Can uh, 49ers defense, you know, take down Henry? Or, or what's I, I don't know what's going to, you know, dominate that game. So that's kind of a toss-up. And then the Cardinals and the Colts. Um, again, if Wentz is healthy, um, I, I I like the Colts in that game. But uh, again, this is a game kind of like the the Seahawks and Steelers, where it's going to have some some playoff implications. Um, do you guys have any other uh, any other key games or, or matchups that you're looking forward to? Good, sporty. I think you hit hit, hit those games on the on the coffin on the nail there. You Did think- you say uh, Seahawks Titans? Yeah, I said Seahawks Steelers, then I said 49ers Titans. Uh, how about 49ers for Packers? 49ers Packers. I I must have missed that one. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a great game. Uh, whoever you know, I forget what. I'm not sure what week they're playing, but I did see the 49ers and Packers. They are playing uh, this season. It's in it's in uh, Green, it's in Green Bay. Another game like another game like to see. Is Seattle at Tennessee Titans? Chris Carson versus Derrick Henry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Derrick Henry should should eat alive Seattle's defense. Go over, <laughs> go over 150 yards on the ground. Whoa! Now we're throwing out specifics here. <laughs> Man, it's 40. So you better whoever whoever has Derrick Henry, if you're listening, you better you better start. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't start him, but he better be definitely in your lineup <laughs> against the Seahawks because apparently that's going to be the week you're gonna you're gonna win. So um, I'm gonna say Hunter, Mark, but hammer this to me a hammer. I'm not hammering this. I'm <laughs> hundred fifty yards, Derrick Henry against Seattle's defense. 150. 150. All right. Mark it down right now. August 18th, 2021. At 10:41 p.m. Hey, going back to your uh, your 49ers Packers game. They play week three. So that's 
That's early in the season. That's, that's early in the season. So I don't know if the 49ers are going to have their quarterback situation figured out by then or not, but uh, they better be ready for it. Who do you uh, think will start quarterback week one for the 49ers? Oh, I think well, Jimmy G. It's closer, yeah. than what, it's closer than what people think. Yeah, but they're going to start Jimmy G and just let it let it go from there. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if Trey, Trey plays every game. Don't. Don't be, I won't be surprised if, if he plays all 17 games. Uh, don't be, don't be, I mean, everyone's, everyone's doubting him. I'm not, I won't be surprised at all. I mean, he's going to get against the Lions because they're going to get up early. So, I mean, if they figure it out by week, you know, I don't, I don't, unless they definitely 100% sure are going to go with Lance by week three, I don't, I don't see him playing against the Packers unless Jimmy G has a terrible game. Even if even if uh, even if one snap even if one snap, I still think he's gonna play all seventeen games. All right, all right. Uh, y'all good with your uh, your key matchups there? Uh, I still have some. No, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking with Sport. Are you done? Oh, 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 yes, I'm done. You're done. All right, Hadley, Hadley go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> that was an interesting little turn of voice there, but okay. Um, so. You guys went with a more, uh, you know, AFC, NFC approach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go interdivision here. Uh, I think both 49ers Ram games are really going to shape what happens. We all obviously think that those two are probably the top dogs in the division. And I think if one of those teams can take both games, um, I don't know how the other could really overcome that. So. I'd like to see, um, obviously, if the quarterback situation is like um, with San Fran whenever they do play the Rams. Um, But either way, um, I see a split coming. But if one of those teams can snag a road game, it would be really interesting to see. Uh, Week four, the Seahawks play the Niners. Um, We play the Colts, uh, play the Seahawks week one. I'm not saying we don't have good pressure. Um, but it, it could be better. So I, I'm curious to see how the Seahawks O-line truly handles a task like the 49ers because if it's anything like last year and they can't protect Russell, it's a wash. They're going 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, somewhere in that range. Um, so I think week four is going to be a really, really big test for that front. And for the Cardinals, I really didn't have a matchup. Um, for them, I just kind of when with how healthy are they going to stay? Um, because each game for them is so important, especially within the division, um, that if they aren't healthy, if they're missing J.J. Watt for you know a game against the Rams and then one against the Seahawks, it's not going to bode well for them. So with that age comes durability concerns, and in the thick of the in the thick of the season, there when you're playing those division opponents. Those guys have to be healthy. So I'm just going to stick with healthiness against those division opponents for the Cardinals. You know what? I, I completely – I'll admit this. I completely forgot Watt was on the Cardinals. That totally, yeah, it's, that totally yeah. escaped my mind. So there's another guy that could be in the top five there. I mean, that, yeah, it's, you know, it's insane. That obviously strengthens the Cardinals' defense. But overall, as a unit, I think that the Cardinals' defense is going to struggle. Yeah, I don't think they get pressure off the edge. I think they get it up the middle with Watt, but they they play a 3-4, and you lose Redick. That's a guy that had a really productive year last year. I think Watt gets it done, but how healthy is he going to stay? And when right. he's out, 
they they get no pressure and they don't really have anything back there to to really do anything. They have they have Buddha, but yeah, they're 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 kind of a mess. They're really banking on JJ Watt playing all seventeen, which I just don't think is going to happen. Yeah. All right, so uh, our last little uh, segment here with the NFC West, uh, we're going to look at any uh, any rookies that we're looking forward to uh, this season. I think there's one guy in particular that we can all agree on. Um, Hadley, I'm going to start with you. If there's any specific rookies that are going to stand out, maybe make an impact uh, for their team, and you know how well are they going to do in the NFC West? Yeah, well, absolutely. Like you said, it's absolutely Trey Lance for the 49ers. I mean, everything rides on – I don't want to say his success because they could play well even with Jimmy G. I think that's how good they are. But if he can come in and play like a number three overall draft pick, they are running away with Super Bowl this year. Um, so he, he is critical for what their chances are this year. Um, for the Seahawks, it's Dwayne Eskridge. I don't know how much he's going to play. They have Freddie Swain ahead of him on the depth chart and – uh, I mean, Freddie Swain's all right, but if he's below him, that's not that's not a good look for Eskridge. So we'll see what happens with him. Cardinals, for me, it's Rondale Moore. They're kind of using him more as a gadget player. I really do think that he can play as just a normal wide receiver and still be really, really effective. So I'm curious to see how they use him, if they use him the right way and do get – I think he's almost like a Debo Samuel. They're not the same build, but I think that – Evo offers everything, and I think if they do that with Moore, he'll be good. Um, and not a rookie, but on the Rams, I'm going to go with Xavier Jones. Cam Akers got hurt. Daryl Henderson is nothing but a backup. He was a backup in college. He's, don't look for him to really take that starting role this year. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Xavier Jones is going to perform pretty well, um, enough to be known in fantasy, that's for sure. Keep an eye on him. Um, and I would not be surprised, fellas, if the Rams went out and got Todd Gurley this year, if they have some running back concerns. So look for that. I like that. They're definitely going to need uh, some help there uh, at the running back position. Uh, Sporty, is there anybody uh, specifically that you're looking at uh, that's a rookie that uh, could do some damage in the NFC West? I, I, got, two, I got two players from each team here. Okay. Cardinals. I might need a little help uh, saying saying with the, where these guys are from. Uh, first one, the Cardinals, a linebacker, Zavon Collins. Yeah, yeah, from, yep. from uh, Tulsa. Yep. yep. He's got to keep that uh, linebacker core intact, especially especially the eleven guys on defense. He's a hard soul that defense. He's a hard soul that defense. I think. Uh, next Cardinal, I think we we'll have a great year speedster uh ronald moore yeah rondale moore rondale 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 moore sorry sorry ronald rondale (laughs) (laughs) ronald uh next one i go with the rams two guys two rookies that should have decent years uh linebacker ernest jones and and um, <laughs> don't two, say two, it. Uh, two, oh, two, uh, <laughs> yes, Shorty, uh, I'm, for anyone listening to this, God, like 
there is no chance that there is a rookie that makes an impact on this team. That was a terrible draft class. Said it from the the night that it came out, we knew it was bad. And no one's talking about any rookie in camp. It's it's a wash. Tutu Atwell will be terrible. I don't even know who that linebacker is. He's gonna suck. Watch if any rookie comes out of this class, I will get pied to the face. <laughs> watch out for Atwell and watch out for Jones, okay? Okay. All okay. right. Fair ne- enough. Next, next two. Here. Next two. Uh, I'll go with uh, Seattle. I'll go with the Speedster from Western Michigan, Eskridge, and quarterback Trey Brown. Trey Brown will help that secondary. That depleted secondary. Hey, they got they got they got Ramsey. Oh wait, wait, who are you talking about? You talking about? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Seattle. My bad, my bad. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. corners. Son. Yeah, their their secondary isn't isn't. Trey will help them out. Even my though Westbrook just even though just got signed for to a four year deal. Jamal Jamal Adams. Yes, he can't do it by himself. All right. In fact, I think he has Michigan Wolverine speaking of which. Who? Trey Brown. Jamal Adams. No, he's, no, LSU, he's LSU Tiger. Tiger. Come on, Sporty. Uh. <laughs> Come on. He was like the seventh overall pick. Come on, Sporty. Uh, my last team. <laughs> 49ers. Jeez. And the two players. One, you guys all know his name. Trey Lance. Underachiever. No one's giving wow. him any credit. Underachiever? No one's giving him any credit at all. No, he's, a, he's, a, he's not, a, he's not an underachiever. He's a under, I guess, under the radar, you could say. Yeah, he's not an under, underrated, underrated. He's an overachiever. Underrated. He's under the spotlight, under the radar. <laughs> Trey Lance. Jeez, throwing shade. Throwing shade at Trey already. Jeez. <laughs> Trey is under the ra- he's under the radar, but he will be above the radar in starting <laughs> by the end of the year. As I say, you just talked about how he'd play in every game and then he's underachieving. <laughs> I'm not to say I'm under the radar. <laughs> who's your other? Yeah, who's your other one? A guy who you guys don't even know. All right. <laughs> he's an offensive guard. It's gonna it's gonna keep the offensive line stable this year. Oh, I'm in like I'm in tears right now. <laughs> Who is it? Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks. All right, look for Aaron Banks. Where's he from? Good question. I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I can always look him up right now. Ah, uh, uh, you don't. You don't have to. I'm looking him up. All right, while Sport's looking that up, uh, I'll just quickly give my two, and they're going to be from the same team. Um. Both trades, I think, are going to play a huge role uh, in the 49ers' offense uh, this year. Um, I do think Lance is going to eventually take over. And then uh, Sermon, he's going to be a big part uh, running the ball for them. So when uh, Raheem Mostert isn't, uh, isn't in, uh, watch out for Sermon to, uh, to do damage. So I like uh, the two trades uh, to tear up for the 49ers. So I think those are my two biggest rookies. And I mean, you got to give some love to Collins out there with the uh, with the Cardinals. It'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, is he really worth all this hype? I mean, he played at you know at the at the Group of Five level there at Tulsa, but uh, I think he'll show up and 
But, I mean, he's going to need a lot more help from the Cardinals' D, which I don't think he's going to get. So um, those are my two uh, rookies to watch out for in the NFC West. Um, real quick, real quick. Yes. I think we all forgot a really interesting player still, Isaiah Simmons. Oh, forgot about him. I mean, if the Cardinals can figure out how to use him even a little bit, their defense could be pretty solid. But, I mean, just judging off of last year, it seems like Kingsbury has no – he's just throwing him out there and saying play. I mean – Right. Yeah, so I, I'm really curious to see if they devise a plan with him. If they do, defense could be pretty good. It could be. I, I totally forgot about uh, about Simmons there. Yeah. All right, Sport, I'm giving you 10 seconds. Do you have uh, Banks' alma mater or, or what's the deal? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Okay, good. You want to say his alma mater, Abby? Yeah, it's Notre Dame, right? Yeah, he was the second. He was the second round pick. Yeah, yeah. They're second round. Say that and be wrong. <laughs> Even so. though he is hurt right now, he'll, he'll come back with revenge. With that revenge. line, that line's really, really good. I will say that. Very good line. Best they've had in a while. Amen to that. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna give a shout out to the. Uh, to the Cardinals special teams real quick. Um, Prater as their uh, as their kicker. Nice. And then uh and then two uh two pit alum, Andy Lee, who is a stud at Pitt, and Ryan Winslow, uh two punters. So huh. and, and I think Andy Lee, he can also kick uh I think he can kick some field goals. So uh they got uh got some pretty solid uh special teamers out there. But anyway, um that will conclude the NFC West. Um, our next, our next, uh, division we're going to look at is going to be the AFC West. Um, obviously we all know, you know, the one team that's going to dominate there, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see whether, where the other teams, uh, finish. Um, we'll look at, uh, you know, the AFC West and, and break that all down. Um, talk about my guy, my fantasy guy, Terry Kill. Um, definitely, definitely a threat. So uh, we will send it next pod, looking at the AFC West, and we will uh, catch you next time.